That was no other than the incomparable Beyonce singing When You Wish Upon a Star from the Disney uh, Home Family Sing-Along, which premiered this week with some of your favorite celebrities singing uh, Disney classics that you could enjoy. Um, Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another uh, episode of Verbal Exchange. Um, What's up, exchangers? I hope everyone is holding up during this crazy pandemic that is still going on. Um... It's crazy because with this sing-along, it got me to thinking and also with um, speaking with a few of my friends like DeMonte, Neeks in the past, um, and just in general on Twitter, people have been talking about Disney+. Plus. So I decided that um, that we should probably take a deep dive into why it really has been a failure to launch with, with Disney+, Plus and um, what has been going on with them. Um, so first, Disney Plus was launched back in November. Um, we were all very excited. It was launched November 12, 2019. So really roughly only four months ago. It's got about 50 million users. Um, that's as of April t- um, 2020. And really, we got all excited because it was a way for us to, you know, relive, you know, the classics that we had had those classic movies, Disney original movies and everything that was going on and at that time really like very nostalgic and so we all got excited and we were like oh wow this is this is great this is going to be amazing but mostly just like you know uh the hot new thing it really fizzled out pretty fast so we're all so people trying to wonder out like why you know at first like we were even scared for netflix we're like netflix is not gonna even survive you know what what is this disney plus about so it got me to figuring out that really there are a few key reasons really that um that disney plus is fail not really failing because people are using it but why it has not been able to gain the momentum that it really should have so when we return we're gonna get into those reasons all right peace If there's a price for judgment, I guess I've already won that. No man is worth the aggravation. That's ancient history, been there, done that. Don't you think you can? Welcome back, exchangers. That was Ariana Grande performing I Won't Sound in Love from the Disney Family Sing-Along, which was just a few days ago. Um, I've got five reasons, really. And these are just my own personal reasons um, why I think Disney Plus has been failing to launch. Um, it's been doing successful, but why I think it's been failing to launch. My number five reason is new content. Number, new content. New content should have been prepared. Again, I'm going to say it again, just like a teacher. New content, new content, new content should have been prepared. Um, I guess in anticipation, we were all excited that there would be a place that we could go watch everything Disney related. And also um, with the acquisition, everything, you know, all the rights, Marvel, all that stuff. We could have a place that we could watch it. But the problem then became of we were hearing about all these things that were going to happen. And then you access the app and it was not what, what you thought. Um, 
the Proud family wasn't there when you first opened the app. Um, we were excited that Lizzie McGuire was coming back, but that was still in pre-production. Like, you know, and then you also had Raven, Raven's Home. But Raven Home, Raven's Home comes on the TV show, which, you know, I don't even like really like the premise for Raven's Home. But if, if it floats your boat, then cool. But really, those there should have been new content that was prepared for people to watch, um, you know, to really keep our attention from the from the competitors that, you know, constantly roll. Amazon is constantly rolling out new content. Netflix keeps new content coming like almost daily. So Disney Plus should have thought about that, that, hey, you know, this is like an old friendly sweater that people are going to enjoy. But eventually they're going to put down if we don't keep them excited with something that they can watch or something, you know, we had the Mandalorian, but once that was over, it's like, okay. And then now you're paying, you know, just cause you don't want to lose it, but really what benefit does it offer? Um, you know, so my number four reason is I feel like there should have been some talk shows as well. Talk shows that didn't necessarily need to be daily. Cause you're not trying to compete with those early morning TV shows, or I mean, those early morning morning shows like Good Morning America or Wendy Williams or Live with Kelly, um, Kelly and what's his name? Um, but you are <laughs> uh, Live with Kelly and Ryan. But what you are trying to do is gain a new crowd, have have a reason for people to access your app every day, because ultimately, what's the whole point of this rollout, right? The rollout is supposed to be um, for people to engage a new generation, a new crowd, um, also to have all your people who grew up watching it. Because most of us, 1990s kids getting ready to turn 30 um, this year, that that's what we grew up on. We grew up on Disney Plus. We grew up on the classic, not Disney Plus, we grew up on Disney and the classics that would be placed into Disney Plus. So you want to have a reason for us to access it, you know, for us to take time out our day especially now with the Corona, I mean, or COVID-19 or whatever, you want to have a reason for us to even access the app. I literally have the app on my phone and I don't even can't even tell you the last time I opened it, but I like to keep it. I like to keep paying for it just so if I do have feel nostalgic or by chance there's something that I'm interested in watching, I already have the app and it's accessible for me to watch. But in the long run, it's like, could that almost whatever it is, that little bit of pocket change that we pay for it, could that go someplace else? You know, could that go to something else um, that I want to do? Because when I bought it, I was like, oh man, I know, I just know that the rollout is going to be a phenomenal. There's some hot things coming, but those things have never came. Number three is for me, big, they have chosen big money over success. And what do I mean by that? All right. So this will be the one that is deeply layered. When um when Disney Plus came out, we knew that there would be films and things that would be available on Disney Plus, but that Disney Disney would still release certain things in the theater, and then once it's done in the theater, it would come to Disney Plus. But here's the problem with that. If you're gonna save your most exciting things for the theater, then what do I need the app for? Prime example. Maleficent 2 should have been included in the rollout for Disney+. Plus. Maleficent 2 should have went straight to the Disney Plus app. Yes, you want to make money, but you need to have something that's exciting that's like, oh, wow, like this will give me a reason to really tap, 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 tap that app. But unfortunately, and Maleficent did decent, didn't do as good as the first one, but it was put into theaters. Then we have this complicated situation right now that we're all home right now with, um, with because of COVID. And there are two films, Mulan, 
and Black Widow that Disney has chosen to move their release dates to the fall, thus pushing the release date of almost everything except Black Panther um, back. Here's the thing. There's certain situations where you just have to cut your losses. I believe for Mulan, even if they wanted to keep Black Widow, I believe for Mulan, um, it should have been released in the Disney Plus app to give people a reason to be invested. Even an even smarter thing would have been to say to get new users to not using it, run a special or make it ten dollars or twelve dollars for new users so they can access um the new Black Widow movie or the new Mulan movie. But to push it back, because now by the time that you do release it, who says we will be interested, even if you do a fantastic marketing campaign? Who's to say we will be interested? So it might bomb anyway when you could have just had it in the app or had it on demand for people to watch. And so they really need to think about what movies are going to be released in the theater. Which ones are we going to cut our losses and be major films that go straight to the app? And I don't think they've been really gauging that. Now, I know everything is trial and error. It's only four months old. But these are things you're supposed to think about before you do a rollout. Everything is important important with a rollout certain people don't need a rollout because everything they do is just like people are going to eat it up but with disney plus i think we had our heights set higher not only that with the acquisition of them also owning marvel new mutants got pushed back and it's not in the app there are so many things that are pushed back now that could have just been in the app we could be at home watching it as you're listening to this um podcast you could be at home watching it in the app on your tv whatever but because it's, you know, big money over success. And I'm not, I get it. Money, listen, money makes the world go around. Revenue is very important. But when you're talking about something that you want people to have access to and to give good reviews to and to really be invested and keep on using, you could have given us something and you have given us nothing. So um, it, it's just been, we don't even know what, what the purpose of really it is anymore. Um, so that's just something to think about. Um, so I'm going to take a quick break here. And when we return, I have the top two reasons why I believe, um, the Disney plus app, um, is having a failure to launch. All right. Peace. That was the amazing Tori Kelly performing Colors of the Wind from the Disney Family Sing-Along. Um, so, you know, let's get into the number uh, two reason, which I like to call it, which is the clash, the clash of the Titans. And what does that mean? That means that when Disney Plus came back um, and they decided to, you know, get into pre-production for a lot of new things that they wanted to do, they decided to bring back showrunners or creators of TV shows. 
Um, they create these shows with the the concepts in mind of how they want it to go and, you know, and how things would be. Um, but unfortunately, sometimes when that happens, people can't get on one accord. So things don't ultimately work out. Um, there, there have been uh, complaints about, oh, how should this show go? Oh, no, we want it to be for this particular crowd. And ultimately, what that has led to is just it going nowhere and being stopped dead in its tracks. It's important to get on one of one accord and realize where do you want to take this? Are we continuing the story? Are we trying to engage and start a new story or reinvest that love back into it? And when it's too many cooks in the kitchen, then nothing gets done. And that is what has happened. Installed a lot of things that and now that COVID is here, we're not even sure if it'll pick back up, which leads me into my number one. The major reason that I believe that Disney Plus has not hit the success it it should have hit so far is mature content. I know, I know, oh, mature content. I know Disney, family, all that stuff. Yeah, but mature content is needed. We we're grown. We're we're grown. And we need we live in a realistic um world and we need to see things that are realistic um to our experiences, what we go through daily, breakups, bad sex, good sex, um, hanging out with friends, all those things we need to see. And the thing is, and I get the justification, it is Disney Plus, so you're free that kids would have access to these things. But one thing people forget is that Disney, if I'm not mistaken, has acquired its owner of Hulu, which means that these things, especially with Lizzie McGuire, which there was a debate, Lizzie, um, Hillary Duff was saying that Lizzie is grown now. She's trying to get them cakes smashed to smithereens, but she can't because they want to keep Lizzie in a box. As if that the new Lizzie is made for little kids. No, the people who be who will be watching Lizzie McGuire are those of us that are twenty nine, about to be thirty, or or plus, um, or older. Do not put people and concepts into a box because ultimately what it leads to is it led to the showrunner, the creator leaving, and then if I'm not mistaken, nothing has been done. It just completely has stalled, and then COVID has has stalled it even more. But this, again, goes back to the rollout back in November, um, all those months ago, like Lizzie's show, it should have already been filmed. Like we shouldn't have heard about all the mumblings and grumblings and shit. The the show, the new show should have already been filmed and ready to roll out all these. Oh, and this is coming and this is coming, but we don't know when it's coming. And so then once, you know, once feet got planted and scripts were out and Everyone was back on board. And the crazy thing about Lizzie is everyone was back on board. And then it was like, oh, well, we can't come to agreement on what we want to do. And it's like, we need, we as adults, some of us with children, some with multiple children, we want something for us to watch. That's not always sugary, sweet, and, you know, and give you a toothache. We want like realistic things. And that's why I think people find themselves going to an Amazon Prime, going to an HBO Now going to a Netflix because those things have mature content that is talking about things we're dealing with dating shows and just, and I get it. It's hard for Disney is a very family oriented. I get that, you know, so much until I think that some of the Marvel films could be better if they weren't trying to make it so kid friendly. I mean, 
it's supposed to be dark. Not as dark as DC, but it is supposed to be dark. So I think they really have to try and figure out where after this COVID thing is over, even in the future, you know, hopefully it'd be awesome if someone was even listening and just realize that it's time to take it to figure out where you want it to go. Even, even, you know, it might cost, you know, even if you want to do a Disney plus for adults only app that we get to download, that is just stuff for us to watch or it's put on Hulu or whatever for us to watch because you're missing out on a huge demographic because you don't want to do mature content and mature content is what the world is about. Key demographics say ages, what, 18 to 29. Or is it, and then the next level is what, 29 to 35 or whatever, or 45, whatever. Those are the key levels. Yes, kids will watch stuff, but eventually kids grow up and they grow up fast. And, you know, they're fast and they want mature content. And that is what keeps the world going around. And that's ultimately what keeps people coming back. And so with us not having that, it's like, yeah, when I'm in a nostalgic mood and and I want to watch uh, Hercules or... Uh, you know, or anything on, then I'll be like, yeah, let me open up the Disney app or Beauty and the Beast. I'm, yeah, I'm in a Beauty and the Beast, you know, mood. Let me open, or, um, you know, the Emperor's New Groove mood. Let me open that up. But for majority of the time, I'm in an adult mood because I'm going through adult things. And I like to see other people who um, are going through those things with me and, you know, see how art imitates life through that experience on the television screen or wherever I'm watching. Um, and so since Disney Plus has not been able to provide us with that, we have been able to find those experiences in other places. But it is disappointing that we can't see. We could even see. As a matter of fact, even we could even do a high school musical after the musical where we follow a few of the B line, C line characters who were dancing their ass off in the cafeteria um, in high school musical and see where their lives are now or maybe how, you know, what are they doing? Just like really adult you know, shows, it doesn't have to be nasty. We're not talking about people having their titties out and all that stuff. We're just talking about adult content with a mature tone that's having real conversations. And I think it's a fine line and you just have to figure out what you want to do with that. But all in all, I do wish that um the Disney Plus app will get better. Like I said, I'm going to keep it. You know, Disney is a big, huge part of my childhood. Um, You know, all those shows I grew up watching and all the movies that I, the Disney Channel original movies I've grew up watching. So it definitely holds a place in my heart. But um, I would be remiss if I didn't say that I think that it can definitely grow and do better and be better than what it, it is. Um, so there you go. Um, thank you, exchangers, for tuning in for um, another new episode. Prayers and well wishes to everyone. Um, going through this uh, COVID and continue to stay safe and uh, and take care of each other. Um, and until we meet again, be good to yourself and each other. Peace. I can go the distance. I'll be there someday.